Hi, this is Lori Jean Fanella, singer and songwriter, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. It is Wednesday, a little bit rainy out today. I was up early working out, stopped by my dentist because my tooth is bothering me and they're delightfully going to see me first thing in the morning and take care of it, so I really appreciate that. Hopefully it'll just be something minor as it feels, just a feeling a little bit loose. I wrote another great song for you this week. It's not from Flowers, though. Let me tell you, I saw a woman came with Viola Davis, who was fantastic. And this song definitely can concur to what Viola was going through um, as an actress in the film, where she just had so much fear that she kept waking up with nightmares and it just kept haunting her and haunting her and she finally faced it and actually found it was a beautiful place and I hope I'm not giving away a whole lot but it kind of um, it's kind of hard not to say that because I want to um, talk about facing fears and a lot of times they're actually a beautiful place but it's what's happened to us at that beautiful place so it really has nothing to do with the the place itself um, sometimes the person um, maybe the event I know there's some events boy I'm still scared to think of or to ever go to because I have had bad experiences and it would have nothing to do with another event that I went through that that would be similar but we we can't help it and so it's kind of nice to face it and overcome it even though um, Depending on what the fear is, sometimes there can be so many different occurrences within that that uh, realm of fear that you might be overcoming one part of it or one place of it, but there could still be so many. But you can still um, take in the beauty of that moment of taking in um, of being able to face that particular uh, place, time, event. So I called it. It's not the uh, beauty. Beauty and resilient. Beautiful and resilient. Excuse me. I think. Let me see what I called it. <laughs> oh, beautiful and resilient. Yes. And um, I only used that word in here once, which I don't usually do that in a song. I've seen other artists do that. But so I thought, well, this will be the one time it seems to go well. I did not want to change a whole lot about this. Um, if I do change anything, it would be very minor. Um, so let me start with the first verse. Uh, you take me down by one look at you. Though I'm drawn to you, I have to face the fear. You are powerful. Your strength takes me down. At the same time, strongest to imagination. You are outside of my realms. I'll find a way to take my steps to you. Now that can say like a million different things, which is wonderful in a song because everybody can find their own place in it. And um, I'm happy that I'm able to step more towards that. And I love when I find a song like that. And I think I like when other people like it too and can relate to it. I just feel more in unity. So the chorus is um, just kind of straightforward. Though my fear appears to be stronger, your depth and advancement is far equal to. I know I can overcome you. So, um, let me try to explain that. Though my fear piece to be stronger than, um, than, than the beauty of this, this place, um, in my case, uh, this place, though my fear piece to be stronger, your death and advancement is far equal to, 
Yeah, because, um, okay, I'm talking about Portland, Oregon, and I'm talking about the waterfront. Now, it's a, a very, very advanced place. So even though my fear, my fear really looks like a pinpoint compared to um, uh, the power in uh, the waterfront. And, you know, that's part of nature. So, I mean, I, and I know this, and that's why I know I can overcome it. And I'm talking to it as a, you know, a person, place or thing, I guess. So, um, let me go to the next verse. You're dark and long, dry and strong, holding me in my chest. I can't breathe, I can't see straight when I try to look at you. But in reality, you're just a beautiful place. Am I to move on from this place and feel my true beauty and resilience? Once I've done this, there'll be so many more I know, so sadly, but true. And that's what I already talked about it. You know, there, you get through one hurdle of a situation that happened to you, then you got to get through the next hurdles. My situation kind of passed from one place to the next, and it just, it can really compound you at one particular place. So the waterfront happened to be something where it really compounded me. Um, let me just see what else I said here. Am I to move from this place? There'll be so many more. I talked about that. You're dark. Oh, you're dark and long, dry and strong. No, I was on. I was on the land. Obviously, you can't go in the river, <laughs> down, down at the waterfront because it's dirty. So I was on the dry part of it. Though you're dark and long. Now that can be nighttime. Obviously, it's a long period. That body of water, um, or just dark, to me because you know it's frightening and it's it vasts so long across the city yet I'm standing on something dry and strong, yet I'm holding my chest really tight because that's that's what I feel when I think of that place. Um, yet you're just such a beautiful place, you know. It's so much more powerful than anything I'm feeling. And, you know, I'm sure many other people can relate to that. And, of course, the course, though my fear appears to be stronger, your depth and advancement is far equal to I know I can overcome you. Okay, so the next verse, but it's okay as long as I walk down to you to the end, where in Portland it's kind of, if you're in the center of the city, you're walking to the end of the city, and um, I, can, I can almost feel my, my, uh, my emotions in my chest as I say that, where the fear is the strongest, I will embrace this beautiful moment with you, and then we'll let it go, have no more fear of this feeling that takes proceeds over me. No, this feeling that proceeds over me. Oh, excuse me. I gotta fix it. This feeling that proceeds over me. I remember when I went to thesaurus, I, I had said, um, takes me over, takes over me, and I said, I want to do something nicer. Of this feeling that proceeds over me. So that's just kind of a little bit more distinguished. And I didn't really necessarily do any long, longer verses in here. It looks like they're all pretty long, which I've been learning how to do. Um, which I think is pretty cool. And that's really hard. I'm going to be dry of writing, I feel like, for a bit. But who knows? It might just come to me. Um, but speaking of bridges, though, as I started, I probably will still do a different set of music for the last verse, as a lot of people do with bridges. Um, or, of course, you're a musician. You could just, you know, change the chord a little bit. It can be the beats a little bit, excuse me, and slightly go up and down on the chords, um, what the, the notes, up and down on the notes, of, I would believe they're probably the same chords, but, oh, I'm so good at all this, you know, I was picturing watching some of these, um, 
I guess you would call them DJs, but they're really artists. And um, I've always talked about Tomorrowland, and I just think it's so beautiful how these um, electronic artists that go with all their equipment, and they put together all these really cool electronic beats, and all across the world, people traveling to see them, and people that can't hear, can't feel, um, the youth greatly enjoy this. And I, I, I didn't really ask why, because I just, I could feel kind of the persona of why, that why I suppose it's the lights and the beats and the sound and the relating, uh, which I can obviously relate to, I've said many times with the sounds and the feelings of music that have been very healing and connected with me ever since a child when I died from convulsions. But um, they call them artists, uh, definitely now. And um, I just wish that I could get my hands on those boards like them. And some of them, uh, a lot of artists now, I mean, I, they had been coming out uh, quite a while ago, or at least a few years ago, with their own equipment singing on stage, um, maybe in smaller forms, I guess. But, um, well, I guess, yeah, but the bigger ones, they would have the actual, like, uh, keyboards up there with all their own sound effects and everything, just doing the whole thing and singing and um i don't know if this particular artist i saw i don't think i had the sound up no no i was at the gym riding uh either rowing or riding the bike and i saw the um i had my own i had bosley in my ears of course i have to listen to Bosley most of the time exercise. it's just i i love other artists too bosley for some he just brings this relief of um uh this relief over me and and i don't have to like um, worry about how strong the beat is of the music that I, I can't uh, keep up with it. It just it stays right in tune with me. So anyway, I was listening to him. So I couldn't hear this guy who was up on stage and uh, who was called an artist now. And nice crowd. And he has all these beautiful lights going on and off. And I'm sure he composed the music himself through his electronic gadgets that we all have now and you know instead of playing a guitar which has been so widely accepted and um, I thought gosh if I could only just control some of those things just so I could perform my music where I can't use my hands well and I have thought about going back to a guitar and saying I can do this I can do this but you know it's the same as me saying I can hike all these miles I can climb all these hills and realistically I mean how much do I want to put myself in a position of something where I'm going to fail because my body just doesn't want me to push it that hard. And I'm constantly weighing in how much I should push and not push. So um, anyway, that's the feeling that, it, that, that came over me when I saw this electronic artist um, while I was in the gym up on their TV screen. And um, it just draws me, it grabs me and takes me, you know. So I mean, it's something I will recognize and I will, you know, respond to the feeling to it and you know verbalize with it and take it in and who knows where it'll take me but um i honestly don't think my hands will like me if i try to uh, pluck a guitar again because those metal strings i mean the nylon strings you can try but um i just really really the injury where my my nerves have been severed in my back from abuse they're just too deeply embedded and I never thought they would go away because I knew when it was done, it was 
most likely going to stay there. I mean, it, you know, nearly kills me, but I can feel more as, you know, my, my cognitive skills. Um, I don't know if I want to call them cognitive skills. I guess the numbing in my body. Um, I mean, it has nothing to do with my original injury, but where I suffered more brain injury, more head injuries, or I had more of a brain injury from anesthesia, not necessarily a head trauma injury, but where I suffered head trauma injuries, since all that from abuse, um, you lose so many more things, and um, you're not really recognizing a lot of it or feeling it. So, you know, as my body tries to fight back and forth out of the head injuries, I can feel um, the injuries more, and um, I think that's what I'm trying to say. But, but yeah, so I know that my hands most likely, you know, just, just can't get past that. I don't want to have problems with the, the nerves in my hands, like if I really push it and then, you know, permanently hurt my arms so I can't use them. And I definitely don't want that. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of taking the safe route there. Now, as far as walking and hiking, like I bought some hiking boots. They were a pound each or so. So it was a good two and a half pounds both together. And I'm returning them because actually the ideal weight, I guess, is about a pound combined for both hiking boots. Though I loved what it did for my legs. It brought my legs where I have hemiparesis and a bit of a gait on my right side from the um, initial uh, brain injury back in 1990. Um, I can feel kind of a shock about my leg as I forced myself to walk across the living room with them about a mile or so for a couple days and I, it felt great but then I had to wonder if that was healthy um, and so I searched and it's not really the best weight for a hiking boot period so I thought okay let me return these and I do have um, the Tony is it Tony Little Cheeks? Uh, yeah, Tony Little Cheeks um, All Terrain Sneaker, uh, which is beautiful. It has like a gel sole in it, and it has forced my foot a little bit more like a hiking boot. Not quite so much. So um, I do want to try to take the challenge of going back to Multnomah Falls that my son brought me to a few years back when I, we both were in college. And... I, um, it's pretty steep, but I got up there pretty good. I think my worst thing was getting back down to go to the bathroom. And I don't feel bad because I've seen many YouTube videos of the poor woman trying to run to get to the bathroom after she's gone hiking with her boyfriend. So I know this is just something we all have to do. So my main thing I'm thinking is, okay, I mean, it seems harder for me now as, well, I guess that's kind of what I was looking for. Harder for me now as I can, um, feel more of what's kind of going on with me um, the last 10 or 11 years of the worst of abuse. And um, so I'm not only my little bit concerned because my body is aware that I can't just like, you know, speed this, uh, run this meter or something. Uh, I have to really walk up it and be aware that this could be difficult. But then I have to go to the bathroom all the time, so. <laughs> I mean, give me a half hour, okay, great. I mean, last time, I swear to God, it took me like 10 minutes to get up there and 10 minutes to get down, but I'm thinking, what if it takes me 20, 30 minutes to get up? And then that's about my bathroom time. I gotta get back down. 
I mean, you know, that's my biggest fear now is to go to the bathroom. And I really think I'm too young to be wearing those pull-ons. So I'm just, it's going to be something I'm just going to have to deal with. And it's kind of ironic. I mean, not ironic. It's kind of funny. And, um, you know, that's the only thing I have to worry about, you know, as a woman. It's like, I mean, I don't have anything really serious. I'm just a woman who, you know, if we wait too long, we get impatient. We've had babies and all this other stuff. I've had minor surgery um, in the area close to where we'd have to go to the bathroom. So, I mean, it's just one of those annoying things with us. So, But I've gotten a lot better with everything. Um, I think I got over the COVID stuff that I don't know if I ever officially got it, but I definitely had lost, you know, energy, my thoughts a little bit, my muscle movement, and um, nearly killed myself pushing myself to get over it. But um, I did push myself, and now I'm walking pretty easily, you know, from the gym now instead of taking a bus back, which it's only a couple stops, but I um, it can be tiring after you've been you know, riding the bike or rowing or swimming, which I added an extra 10 minutes on instead of 20. I do 30 now three times a week at the gym. And in between, I don't push myself. I, I try to make sure I stretch 10 minutes every day, do some yoga stretches and slight calisthenics. And I try to push myself to walk on the alternate days that I'm not at the gym. And if I can't do the full 20 minutes right off and it's maybe 10 or 15, then I'll pick up my groceries and walk the next 10 back. As long as I'm moving um, on that off day and I'm not just sitting down all day, which is pretty unlikely for me because I'm always up on my days off either trying to restock my fridge, which is another thing I'm trying to work on. Um, fortunately, Trader Joe's has some pretty cool stuff. For example, I don't have to make flour tortillas if I can trek out there because I don't drive yet. Uh, which is another thing, the van life thing. Oh, all I've been doing is watching videos of van life. And, and I know I definitely don't want to squish myself into a van. And um, I suppose I can empty a potty. Uh, but, you know, my preferred thing would be hook up one of those RV things and just, you know, I'm old enough. Just if you really want to do it, girl, just do it right. And either rent an RV or buy an RV. And, but, you know... I mean, that's an investment. That would be like my home if I were going to do that because I figured I'd get a tiny home. And Tesla has these beautiful tiny homes. I really want to get my hands on one of those. And I don't know when he's coming out with them. And I feel like he's he's a big tease right now. And I just want to hang on him. And when are they coming out? When are they coming out? Uh, I should say his name, huh? God darn. Anyway, we all know who he is, right? All right. So, I... I'm holding on to that. $8,000 for one of his homes, you know. And I have been looking at the um, Incredible Boxes from Incredible Tiny Homes, and they're all ready to go. They're RV certified. So if I want to just take it up off the lot and go camping with it, all I have to do is buy a truck or something. I'd love to have a truck. So I got all these exciting things coming through me. I mean, I want to be able to be out there because I've been writing so well, and I know nature helps me write. So. That's, that's kind of what I'm doing now. So if you're having a hard time writing, uh, Girl in the Woods has really um, inspired me, uh, telling us to get out there and um, you know smell the flowers, touch the trees, touch the grass, as in Rebecca Campbell too, who's a light worker. And I did touch, I touched the trees in the park, wouldn't sit on the benches, too many homeless people in there. And um, you know, oh God, I love you, but 
I just, you know, I, I don't want to interfere and I don't know what's been on the benches and I get sick extremely easy. So, you know, I smelt the flowers, I smelt the rose, oh, it was so pretty, touched the trees. Um, I would have loved to have my feet in the grass, but I can't do that. It's not my grass that I would know where it's been. So, but it really helped me. It helped me. And I think that's how I got these last few songs. So, um, I was going to record today for you, but um, I may have to have a dental procedure done tomorrow, as I've told you. So, I want to make sure that I don't tire myself out because if I have to have anesthesia shot of that, that's going to knock me out a little bit. It just won't affect me the same as someone else. So. So I thought, let me do this last song. I'll probably be dry, and I will uh, record something for you of a song that I already wrote. Uh, I forget which one it is, but um, it'll be a surprise for you next week. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you're writing. If that's what you want to do, and that's what you're here for. I hope I've been inspiring you. So stay safe, stay strong, do what makes you happy. Get out there and do something, even if it's just a little bit today. As Rebecca Campbell would say, take a baby step and do something in the right direction for yourself. Singer-songwriter Lori Jean Fanala. Mm -hmm.